If you can't say the N-word, then what do you say? And no, I don't mean like the N-word N-word. I mean like the space N space word. Would you say the letter that follows M and comes before O in the alphabet word phrase? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I'm listening to the new Blocked and Reported. And they got Mike Pesca on there. Mike Pesca had a uh, Slate podcast called The Gist. It was a good podcast. I guess it's coming back. Mike Pesca is making the rounds and appearing on everyone else's podcast to tell people that his podcast is coming back. But so he didn't get exactly fired, but he basically got fired from from Slate, uh, I guess, 11 months ago. There was this incident where a New York Times reporter said the N-word. I mean, he didn't say it to a black person as a slur. Well, what he did was, apparently the New York Times has these, like, vacation trips where you maybe you, I don't know what you do, you learn about other cultures. You go to, you go to shithole countries and you learn about other countries and it looks good on your college resume. It's for rich kids so they can say, oh yeah, they helped dig a well for some poor people in some poor place. And it costs, you know, 10 grand, 20 grand or something for a week of doing this. And so it's just a bunch of rich kids. And the New York Times is nice enough to throw in a reporter or maybe a few reporters, you know, for the kids to talk to. You know, so they can name drop. They can name drop some Pulitzer Prize winning reporter. And so the reporter, I think his name is Donald McNeil, and he did win the Pulitzer Prize. They fired him and he won the Pulitzer Prize, which is kind of funny. But in any case, the kids, I mean kids, you know, these are like 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, were talking about some high school drama, and they were like, oh yeah, some white girl, I think, said the N-word. And then Donald McNeil is like, you know, did she say, you know, whatever. Did she say it with a soft R, or did she say it with a hard R, but he actually said the words. I mean, here, you know, here I am, I'm afraid. I mean, basically, we should be able to say it, but I don't know if, like, Spotify, which hosts my podcast, has a machine learning algorithm that looks for people saying the N-word and then, you know, cancels them, so I can't say it. But, so, people at the New York Times, all the, you know, all the people, all the woke people who are young at the New York Times said, you gotta fire this guy, so they fired him. And people have gone back, you know, like, you, you can search the New York Times website for soft R and hard R uses of the N-word, and you'll find, like, I don't know what, 10,000 uses of it. You know, not people calling black people the N-word in hatred, but just talking about it as a subject matter, which is basically what he was doing. But anyways, times have changed. People got woke. Trump, Trump and, I guess, George Floyd. Yeah, I guess this is after George Floyd. So after George Floyd, right? Zero tolerance. Words are no longer words. Words are violence, along with silence being violence. I mean, this is uh, this is kind of a more important story than it sounds like. This is about how, you know, the New York Times in particular became a woke piece of crap media outlet. Um, they fired three big important people. So they, ha- they fired Donald McNeil, who was their best science writer. They fired Barry Weiss. I mentioned her sometimes. She was like the up-and-coming, considered the greatest editorial person ever, but they fired her ass. And then the guy in charge of editorials, who's, you know, so some super big dog in journalism, they fired his ass too. 
Like Barry Weiss was fired over Israel stuff. She supports Israel, so that's racist. And then the editorial guy, whatever, he published a editorial from John Cotton, Tim Cotton, whoever, there's a senator, something Cotton, who said that the National Guard should be brought out to put down the George Floyd riots. So that's racist. Basically, it's all racist. Everything is racist. And so they fired those three people, which were like they're, you know, considered their smartest, best writers, etc. And I'm sure every one of them is like a, you know, a hardcore Democrat, right? They're all they're all on the left. They're probably all socialists. They're all Democrats. But anyways, they were not woke enough, and so they fired them. And that's how, you know, that's how the New York Times, that's, that's how you scare the rest of the people. You're like, the very, the very most talented people are getting fired. And, they, you know, for being Nazis, and they've, you know, voted Democrat, and they're super supporters of Obama. Anyways, it makes the other people go, okay, okay, I get it. Jeez Louise, I guess I will be as woke as hell as I can possibly be. But so then Mike Pesca over at Slate, they were having like a, they were having a Slack chat. It doesn't matter. It's like email. Consider it like email. It's like, it's like email with crossed with texting. So it's fast. It's fast email. So anyways, they were talking over at Slate, which is another media outlet. Uh, they were talking about the guy who got fired. And he's like, well, you know what? He didn't say it as a slur. He wasn't insulting anyone. I don't think he should have been fired. And like Mike Pesca, he worked at NPR for a long time. He's a crazy left-wing Democrat, just like all of them. But anyways, now he was a Nazi. So Slate, uh, they didn't fire him, but they, they put him on permanent hiatus or whatever. They made up some words so it wasn't a firing, but they fired him. But so there's, whatever, some media, woke media history for you that I wasn't necessarily going to talk about. But then, so he's, he's going around and he's doing an interview on Blocked and Reported. And they were saying something funny, and so that's why I said all this. And now, I'll tell you what it was. So he was saying on Slack that he didn't think the guy should be fired. And he's, and he's, a, he's a little bit of a fool, or whatever, times have changed, and he didn't know. But uh, he's not a complete fool. So he did not say the N-word, like N-I-G-G-E-R, when he was talking to people about it. And the funny thing about it is that he did not also say... The N-word, as in the space, in space, word. We'll just call that in space word. And there's been a couple of famous examples of college professors being fired for not saying or not writing N-I-G-G-E-R. There's one professor, and I think, you know, it was, it was like a law school, and whatever, they were looking at some famous law, you know, some famous case, right? Looking at the transcript of a famous case. And it had the N-word in it. And I think he converted that over to N asterisk, 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 R. And they fired his ass. And then there was another, like, Chinese language professor teaching people Chinese. And I think in China they got some word that's like N-I-G-A, which he said out loud. It means, you know, who knows what it means. It means apple or something in Chinese. Anyways, they fired his ass. So Pesco was careful not to say the N-word or in-space word. So, I mean, that's just kind of funny, because now, now we need another word to refer to the N-word. You know, not the bad N-word, but the, the replacement, the good N-word. You know, the bad N-word is so bad, no one says that, obviously. 
But now the good N-word is considered to be so bad, we need a replacement for that one. So I was trying to think, like, you know, okay, what can we call that? What, what can we say instead of, you know, the space N space word? I think maybe the alphabet, you know, we already use the alphabet, you know, N. I think at some point N maybe gets canceled. You know, it's just going to be L-N, L-M-P-Q-R-S. So maybe like the letter after M word or the letter before O word. Actually, I guess it would be the letter before O word word. I mean, I don't know. It gets a little crazy. Like, you know, you would never say like, hey, please, you know, a white person with animosity possibly. You know, you never say like, hey, please pass the salt, N-I-G-G-E-R. And also, it wouldn't be cool if you're like, hey, please pass the salt, N-word, you know, N-space word. You'd be having fighting words is what you'd have there. But so it's just kind of amusing. Uh, so already, obviously, you get fired for the N-I-G-G-E-R, except for you, you never hear about anyone getting fired for saying that because no one does say that. But now you hear about people using euphemisms, like, you know, similar to the N-word, the space in word space word and i think that's going to be getting you fired and so here here it is now i'm predicting it i'm predicting this look out for this this is going to be hilarious is when someone uses a euphemism for the euphemism for the actual word and then they get fired and i'll say every once in a while i listen to the nick DePaula um podcast he's like a comedian that is kind of right wing and Whatever. People try and cancel him or whatever, you know. Anyways, the first letter of Nick is N, and so he opens up his show every day with a segment called The N-Word. Which, whatever. He's a comedian. It's kind of funny. So here's a little tidbit from my life. I got a little dog, 18-pound dog, rescue dog. And I don't know if he's cross-eyed or slow-eyed. He's dog-eyed. But his eyes don't always point the same direction. So I like held up one finger in front of him. Kind of like how the doctor or the optometrist will hold up a finger and tell you to follow it. And I was trying to tell which eye he's actually looking at me with. But as I move the finger back and forth in front of him, he just turned his head to follow the finger. He outsmarted me. Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, and thanks for listening.